0: The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why?
1: Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Welcome everyone. Welcome to the show and Luca, how has your week been?
0: My week's been pretty well, good, two Emma. Two
1: weeks. We have had two, two weeks. weeks. Haven't we? we had the
0: week off. We had mm. life sort of hit us in between. And
1: totally. um,
0: it's been really good. A whole new level of awakening has sort of, a new energy has come through for me. Um, mm. A lot more inspiration. A lot of, actually, a lot of inspiration and a lot of mm. reflection has come up and just like realizing there's this part of me now that's um, ready to be birthed. And then there's also this. Level new level of authenticity coming out, and that came from the other end of a what we call the void, mm. the 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 pa- the place where you're stuck in nowhere, and it can feel like quite sad, down, dark, depressed, mm. unmotivated, lacking in inspiration, and you go through those moments, which I did, um, and came out the other side, pushing through because it takes a lot of people. A lot of people can get stuck in there.
1: Yeah, totally. Like when you were moving through that that dark period, because I think, you know, I've been there before, and I was there at a similar time to you. And how do you keep that drive to move through it? Because it can be really easy, like you said, to get stuck in it.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, you with like being on the healing journey, Emma. Mm. Like when we when you start on that healing journey, I've been there for a few years. You go through these patches often mm-hmm. and you've sort of got to realize you realize that you you build sort of um a taste for it a knowing for it an understanding of how the process, even though while you're in it it's hard it's so hard
1: totally. like when
0: i was when I was in that and same as you right you just like you you just think everything's just a waste of time like nothing's mm-hmm. worth it why do we why do we even why are we even bothering with everything we do like everything's dark and mm-hmm. The way I see it is it's like bubbles coming to the surface and the mm. bubbles gotta come up to pop, but they're coming from somewhere mm. deep below. And so they're coming up and you've gotta be you've gotta be mentally strong enough to let them rise and just pop. And that moment they pop, and then all that stuff pops you'll get realizations you'll get you might even get a release you might feel angry you might feel sad but then you'll start to feel lighter and lighter and lighter on the other side so it's about a, a lot about trust trusting in the process which is a huge thing that we all learn and surrendering like the word mm-hmm. surrender i think you and i messaged back a couple of times it's just like we always use that word right
1: mm-hmm. how about how like about you well. yeah i was just going to jump on something you said there as well about this idea of, of trust in those moments is also trusting yourself that you're allowed to feel these emotions that are coming up and by feeling Mm -hmm. them does not mean you go back to that event or that back to that experience that made you feel that trauma or go back to those emotions and get stuck in them. It just means that they're releasing and coming up to be released because Mm -hmm. often we think, Oh, I'm feeling this way. I'm going backwards. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling this way. I'm not enough anymore. I'm not worthy of my dreams. Clearly, I don't really want these things when actually Mm -hmm. I think it's just in those moments we have to allow ourselves to feel that way so that we can release it. Right. Because that's kind of Mm -hmm. what it is. It's kind of letting go of maybe old belief systems or old Values whatever it may be, so that we can open ourselves up more, because we can't open ourselves up to things if we're carrying all this baggage or we're carrying all this all these things that are keeping us stuck in, in an old identity or an old mm-hmm. version of ourselves and I think something that I realized when I was going through this process a similar time is not to judge yourself yeah. when you feel that way because oh, that God. is easy to do right it's so easy when you're in those moments to be like why the fuck am I feeling this way like I shouldn't be feeling this way I've done this amount of and the ego comes in is like I've been meditating for five years why the fuck am I Mm -hmm. feeling shit right now and it's like Mm
2: -hmm.
1: we have to change the way we look at that what do you think Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, I agree. Like, but the, that is one of the hardest things to do is not judge yourself, especially if you're like ambitious or driven and mm. now you're so not productive or you're so not driven because almost like the personal development conditioning kicks in that you're um you've got to be always working hard, you've always got to be working mm. towards something, you've always got to be passionate about something, you've always got to have purpose. And one of the things that I've realized that through this last little void, so i've I've had some new realizations about sort of my path. but one of the things that I realized was I understood I, I now understand what it means to actually have um, a why. Yeah. because not just in the sense of like your path in general, but You can see the next step because a lot of people think you got to know the whole staircase, and you want to know what the whole Mm. staircase looks like of your life, right? If this is the staircase of your life from now to the end, what does every step look like? And that's just human nature, and Mm. and for sure, like we're always control element,
1: isn't it? We want to be able to, we almost want to know the step so we can control the step and how it happens and when it happens and all these other factors.
0: One hundred percent. I feel like it's like control and comfort comfort because the unknown makes us so uncomfortable but that's really all we've been all we have been living in is in the unknown because we live in the middle of a cosmos that we don't even know how big it is and so not knowing getting comfortable with not knowing all the steps but knowing that the next step really inspires you and that you need and then if that inspires you you will figure out all you'll figure out all the things that you need to do to get onto that next step and then you can see the next step after that. So what I found was getting really inspired and going, this is the next thing. Okay, what's the next thing that I need to do to do this because this inspires me? And then I just go and do it all. It's like, and then you realize all the actions that you do support that next step. Naturally. And that's when you know that you're really plugging into something that's a because a lot of the times where I'm trying to do something, you don't actually, um, I, I find that this stuff that I've tried to push in my mm. past, and it's not really coming from here. It's more coming from here. I think I should do it. I don't really, I'm not really excited to do it. Does that make totally, sense?
1: Totally. It's almost like we have these two elements here where you're saying you've almost tried to do things in a forceful way. And yeah. because you're trying to force something onto your path that actually doesn't really fit there or belong there, it's not coming from this natural, innate desire that you actually have of the things that you want to create and yeah. the things that you want to experience in your life because... When we try and force things, it's bringing in that element of control again, isn't it? We're trying to control everything that happens. We're trying to make things happen without realizing that actually sometimes it's best to just allow what naturally comes to us to move through us, right? Mm. That is the biggest shift I think a lot of people have, especially when it comes to learning about manifestation and all of these things. It's like, how can I just allow the universe to work through me like i am the vessel for what is for me to work through me mm-hmm. i'm not here to control that which comes through me because when mm-hmm. you do that you just move back to these old behaviors and old paradigms and conditioning of i make my reality happen because i I know what's best for me. But are you always Mm -hmm. looking at your life from a higher perspective? Probably not. You've got the Mm -hmm. ego. You've got influence of other people. It's always going to filter what you can really see. Mm -hmm. Take a step back. You look at your eyes. You look at your life from a higher perspective, and you see that you don't always know what's best for you. Mm
2: -hmm. And in those
1: moments that you trusted that something greater can unfold and you allowed life to work through you, that's when the greatest things happen. we fear that because like you said earlier, we fear the unknown. It's uncomfortable Mm. in the unknown, but really the unknown is where all the greatest potentials lie for us. So if we allow ourselves to just move through life with, with that flow, and I think everyone can tap into this flow, Mm -hmm. but we have so much resistance to moving into the flow because we just have to be like surrender that word we said earlier. we just have to fully surrender and allow things to happen through us yeah well what does surrender mean to you though like how does that feel oh
0: man i think like the thing that comes up a lot is like that desperation first Mm. so it's like desperation to and i I get this sometimes when i play sport i've been (laughs) playing a lot of sport and um it happened a, it's happened a, a bit a couple of last maybe the last couple of months every after i play sport because i'm so exerted and i'm sort of walking off the field afterwards i i have these moments where i see or oh, I, I feel just like oh relief because it's it's so weird. Like I almost look back at my old self and I can see the desperation. Even just oh, yeah. that day, in that day, I can see the desperation <laughs> of like you're wanting to know desperately what your path is. You're wanting to know desperately like what's next. You're wanting to know if everything's okay. You're wanting, you're wanting to manifest this, this, and this. And you realize that your mind is so desperate and it's always looking for something. It's never content. And the word contentment and gratitude are the two things that are like I'm sort of working on something new at this point just a, a new course to help people with trusting the process and and mastering their field and the two biggest things that are elements in that is coming back to contentment and gratitude.
2: Mm.
0: So contentment is peace. If you're peaceful with what's in the present right now, you're content with it all, and then you have gratitude for all of it, now you input your desires that are actually from your heart, not from your head, that are being fueled by your, that you know you've got them because they're fueled by your excitement. Then use that recipe to create, to manifest from, to move, to take your next step, you know. Mm. So, like surrender is getting rid of that desperation energy, as Ooh. if to say, "You, really like you, that. Like you've, you don't know, you don't know," because what you can paint, the universe can paint a thousand times better.
1: <laughs> and that is the truth, and we've both seen it in our lives, like we yeah. both have, and so many people have, but. Because of our human nature to control, to make sense of everything, to use the logic to understand, we find it difficult to trust. We find it difficult Mm. to trust the process. We find it difficult to trust even things that we've already seen happen in our lives because Mm. we think, oh, that's happened once. It's not going to happen in this area of my life or it's not going to happen again. And Mm. then we stop doing the things that we love. We stop doing the things that light us up because we just think, this road is way too scary. You know? yeah. This road is too much. Yeah, It lights yeah. me up, it excites me, it makes me feel good, but it's not the logical thing that's gonna give me this much money or it's not the logical thing that's gonna make me feel safe. Well, how do yeah. you cultivate that safety within yourself?
2: Mm-hmm. Right? How mm-hmm. do you
1: know that you have within you the ability to generate a sense of safety, a sense of trust within yourself? because you have that power right and when you know that you have that power it becomes a lot easier to trust and it becomes a lot easier to to flow and like you said surrender
2: yeah and then this it's,
1: desperation to like control everything and to cuz manifestation because you're coming from yeah, a lack exactly exactly and i think a lot of the idea of manifesting comes from that space yeah not always yeah. but It comes from that space. I've seen it in myself. I have to look back at my journal, even from not that long ago, and I can see, I read it now, and I'm like, whoa, I was desperate. Mm -hmm. I was desperate for those things. Like, No wonder the universe didn't provide those things to me because I was desperately seeking something to fill a hole which only I could fill and which only I could give love to. And when you're like manifesting, I want this, I want this, it's showing you the, the universe or showing god that you're not yeah. happy or content with where you are now and if you're not happy and content with where you are now which in the past is where you probably wanted to be yeah. then you're always going to be in this space of want 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 you're never actually yeah. going to be fulfilled by the present moment right
0: yeah totally totally emma i love that like i feel like if you've got to desperate if you're desperate Like the difference is a desire you will, like a desperation is almost frantic. The energy of it is almost frantic. It's almost, it's like scared, it's lacking, Mm -hmm. Um, it's fearful. And you can hide it with saying it's a desire of mine. You can hide it by saying that because a lot of words hide that, like what we're, like we're bypassing. Basically, if we use words, we're bypassing the actual feeling. Humility and honesty takes it to the next level here. Like if we if we can go down the path and look at ourselves retrospectively and say, you know what, I am in my ego. You know what, I am desperate. You know what, I am acting from my not enoughness, my wounded inner child, the one that wants to be validated and approved and then it's seen, all these things. And you realize that all the things that you've been wanting to do, just gives you a bit more of um, sustenance on top of that lack, on top of that mm. not enoughness. So mm. if you if you look at the world around you and see where you are, it's reflecting back to you your your not enoughness, your lack, and tune into your feelings. You you'll be able to heal that wounded inner child. Once you heal that wounded inner child, which is an ongoing process, by the way, just mm. healing element like step by step, because it's you you probably finish the healing when you're at. The time, the time comes for you to leave this earth,
1: Definitely. but
0: it gets easier, doesn't it? Like if you yeah, think about that, yeah, you
1: like move to new levels, and obviously, new things within you get triggered because you haven't experienced that reality before. And if yeah. you haven't experienced that reality before, then how do you expect to heal that in the past? You know, we all we have this judgment totally. of ourselves of like, why didn't I see this coming, or why didn't I heal this when I was healing it before? And it's like. How do you expect to know that when you're in a new circumstance in your life? You're in a new position in your life that you couldn't see before, that you didn't Mm. know was gonna happen to you.
2: Mm -hmm. You have to
1: trust. And this is, I think we've touched on this before. It's like life, allow life to be that healing tool as well. And as you go through life and you experience new things, it's triggering you for a reason. It is not triggering you to get you to go back in and run away. And it's triggering Mm. you to show you something that you need to release. It's like this guidance system back within you. So when you feel that way, and when you feel something, when you feel the resistance, what is that trying to show you? Mm -hmm. Where is that trying to take you? Mm
2: -hmm. And if
1: that means experiencing emotions that are difficult, that's what you need to do
2: Mm. in
1: order to release and integrate.
0: Oh man, so true. And like, I think the thing that comes up the most when I talk about like, what do people need on this healing journey? I think to be really, to to understand that adversity is a big part of life and that adversity will come up through your healing journey. But when you can face adversity without running from it and also just like feel into it. And so, okay, it's, it's there's when you hike a mountain, the reward is the view. And so the hiking of the mountain is the healing journey. It's you know you'll sometimes you'll you'll get really really hard and then will, you have a you'll take a break and you have a nice little like sub view or you'll take a little you know rest area flat area and then you go up again. It's just constantly just going and then you get to the top and then you get this most amazing view. And that's sort of the people that do go on the healing journey. The people that want to go on the healing journey, the summit is authenticity. And if you Mm. go up to the top of the mountain, you see who you are beneath above all of the clouds, above all of the clouds of shit, above all of the clouds of not enoughness, of insecurities, of doubt, of rejection. And the clouds aren't even around anymore.
2: Mm.
1: They're there and you can see them, but they're no longer there and it's almost like as well when we're walking up the mountain when we're hiking up the mountain we have to walk hand in hand with these feelings of not Mm -hmm. being enough of feeling rejected because if you're walking up the mountain and you're complaining 24 7 it's not really a great way to make the most of the journey whereas if you're hiking up the mountain going you know this is tough but i'm really excited for where this is taking me or this is tough but i'm getting a lot fitter as i take the journey it's the same mm. thing with what we're experiencing it's these emotions are not there to derail you and to push you back they're there for us to walk hand in hand with them and discover deeper truths about ourselves and then like mm-hmm. you said as you discover deeper truths about yourself along the way like you said that summit is that expression of the authentic you mm. and We have so many different summits in our life, different unravelings Mm -hmm. of this authentic you because the authentic me two months ago is a different authentic me now. And that's totally okay. And I think this is an important thing to remember as well that I've sort of come to terms with recently is this idea of that we are multidimensional and there's different parts of us that want different things. Mm. There's different aspects of us that want to express ourselves in different ways. Sometimes you might want to just be quiet and really enjoy that that stillness. And sometimes mm. you might feel this high energy and you want to go and you want to do a dance and you want to do this. And that's okay as well. You don't have to put yourself in a box. You don't have to put yourself and define your authentic self by one thing. I am Emma and I am this. no. Mm-hmm. How do you want to express yourself in the moment? And however you want to do that is authentic. Mm
2: -hmm. The thing that makes
1: it not authentic is when we try to do that for the sake of other people, for the validation Mm -hmm. of other people,
2: or because Mm -hmm.
1: we're being driven by our traumas, but then also isn't at the time when we don't realize that we're being driven by our traumas, that is authentic to us at the time right Mm -hmm. because we don't understand yet that these things are driving us and that's okay Mm -hmm. because they're a part of our journey
0: Mm, totally i love that it's like it's just like authentic recurring Mm. it's it's always coming back like now i'm the most authentic version i've ever been
2: yeah
0: um but then you go well i could be more authentic yeah but i don't need to be right now Mm. and so (laughs) when i go through the process i will be the most authentic when i need to be there Mm. and My goal is to just Purely express all of myself Without having to change my tone of voice Around certain people Without having to withhold certain words Because they might make people uncomfortable And I'm not doing anything Ever out of spite Exactly, it's freedom I'm not doing anything ever out of spite Just like right now i'm doing it because it's a protect how i hold myself and how i withhold myself is a protective me- mechanism that keeps me safe and also nourishes me and my inner child and nourishes me and my and, and protects my dark shadow it's all protective mechanisms that the way that we act right now and when we do the healing we get a little bit vulnerable and then we realize wow I've been beaten down, and the ego gets a little ego death, and and you come back and you strip back and you are raw and you're real, and that's mm-hmm. where that's where the things that happen in your life, if you can add that with with uh, gratitude and appreciation for everything that you got, and then you bring in your whatever your soul's calling you to do, no matter how scary it looks, but you know far out, this is what I've always wanted to do. It's what I I lose myself in. I lose myself in this. Mm. And you add that into the element, then the lo- life will just take on its own journey for you.
1: Definitely. definitely. That's what and I'm starting if, to realize. Even if you can't level. see that in the moment and we have this expectation that when we discover this, like you have right now, you've seen this, this depth of what else you want to see and create and experience in your life. We kind of expect the universe to hand it to us automatically straight away on a silver platter, yeah. But that's when we've also got to realize that the realization is not the actualization of something. The realization is just the commitment to that journey, the commitment mm-hmm. to, this, to this person that wants to express themselves through you, to this yeah, experience that. that wants to express yourself through you. Why do we put these time limits on these things? This is what I'm realizing as well at the moment is I've been so obsessed with I need to hit this by then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is another conditioning that I'm living my life by. Mm-hmm. Because I am saying that I'm only worthy or I'm only enough when I do this. Mm-hmm. But am I not just that person now?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the same. It's, I think it was Jim Carrey that said it. He was like, I know that I'm this person, but it's just not materialized yet. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's like you're allowed to be, give yourself permission to be that person before yeah. it shows up in as approved in your reality. Because if you just choose that person, you choose to embody that in whatever version that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. Then it just it emphasizes how natural it is because you're not being anything else; you're simply just being yourself. Yeah. Right. Your your desire is who you are it's Mm -hmm. shown through your actions shown through your behaviors shown through the way you speak Mm -hmm. and it's also this thing of we don't need what's outside of us to confirm that to us we just need Mm -hmm. what's within us right Mm
0: -hmm. totally yeah i was reading the tao the book on taoism last night just got a little one that i sit next to my bed and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i was reading a couple but it's it's so it's so beautiful because it's an interesting it does philosophy. something. <laughs> it is mm. Wayne Dyer, who I love. Mm. Um, yeah, he cool. sort of found he, he this is his book that his interpretation and affirmations mm. of it. And the Taoism is basically going it you, to live the Tao. You can if you're living the Tao, you can't name it. So they say is like basically the Tao cannot be named exactly, mm. and that it's this elusive thing. And Taoism is is this idea that. Um, you live in harmony with nature by going with the flow, with everything, mm. that you don't need to protest. You don't need to fight. You don't need to yell, scream. You just you just flow. And mm. if there happens to be a rock bed in the middle of the river, it'll redirect you and that it'll eventually take you back to the eternal ocean. So you've got this idea that says do nothing and everything will be given. And then you've got this other idea in life where it says, uh, if you don't do nothing, you're a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> you're,
1: right? lazy. You're, a lazy you're lazy. Like... You're lazy. You're lazy. And you don't stand for
0: anything. You're weak. You're not, mm. you know, because the idea is, is like, don't fight. Don't fight. Mm. And think about everything with COVID, the vax and the anti-vax. That in Taoism, it would say, let it be. Mm. And that's cr- pretty hardcore if you think, I think about that's it. That's more powerful. Yeah.
1: Like, it's I think like it's the wise
0: month, right?
1: Yeah, because it's. I don't. I. This funny you said that because I actually did a, a podcast about this, uh, last week, and yeah. it was um, around all the, the laws in Texas right now about abortion, and and I had an abortion when I when I was really young, and, and I was like, do I consider myself? Pro choice or pro life, and I was like, you know what? I don't really consider myself either, I just did what was right for me in the moment. And mm. the whole idea behind that is you don't have to be in these two separate camps, you don't have to label yourself as anything, you can simply choose to do what you want to do with your life or what feels aligned with you, right? To an extent, of course, there's you have to be balanced in knowing what you, what you who you are and what's in mm-hmm. alignment with you. And you can do that. And it doesn't mean you have to label yourself as this or as that. You can simply uh-huh. flow with what happens to you in life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes, like, if you look at it as, like, God is there working through you, then what happens to you is what is meant to happen to you. So mm-hmm. there is no... Decision in a way. Mm-hmm. There is no choice in a way. Is there a choice or did you not make that choice? I don't know. I my that. way of looking, my way of looking at this is these things happen to you because there is something that is going to, you might not see it for a while, but it's going to be something that basically germinates in that, in that challenge, or in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I look at my abortion, what that was. 10 11 years ago now and i look at now what that has given me now it enabled me to channel that beautiful episode i had and connect with people that were like oh i don't know what to do about this and there's blessings but you can't see them at first but that is what's beautiful about moving with the flow of life is you don't judge what comes up right Mm. so like you said there with Mm Taoism, it's like just let it be just let mm-hmm. it be, you don't have to say this, you don't have to do this, you just allow what is naturally happening to move through you, let it be, and then that's when life gives you the gifts, even if right in that moment you can't see the gifts, but there mm-hmm. will be, there always is, always, even if you look at the most deepest of traumas that people have been through, look at how some of them have chose to, to, to see it as their gift, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's where our choice lies—not in what Mm. maybe happens to us, but what we choose to do with those choices, Mm. and those things, those experiences.
0: I agree, Emma. I agree as well. Mm. Said the, um, I like it's like God will make the decision for you, Mm. and I can't say that that's an energy or a man or a woman or what um, exactly because I don't know. But I'll say this that. yeah maybe maybe we haven't um got there yet (laughs) got there yeah and i don't know you know like this is the whole idea where we live down here is that whether god exists or doesn't exist
2: Mm.
0: it gives us a sense of um direction in our life and almost a sense of ease because you realize that this there's there's something else that is supporting you that even if you call it the universe, or even if you just call it, I don't like mother nature, something else out there is super intelligent that can be influenced. Now, when you say it can be influenced, because there's so many people out there now that use the word synchronicity that there is a manifestation, knowing that there's these crazy things that happen. Some people call them miracles that happens and we don't know where that comes from exactly or why that happens. Everyone's got their different beliefs on it and that's Mm. okay. Mm. But the wonderful thing is that there is an element out there that is supporting us. And so when we go through a struggle and when I help my clients in any session, mentoring or through therapy, the biggest thing I find that helps is for them to say, to connect to this, something greater. And When they when they're able to do that, they're able to find like their darkness is a little bit easier to deal with
2: Mm.
0: because it's hard to deal with it. And I've been there, you've been there. It's scary, especially if you have panic attacks, because that's a big one. Panic attacks are really violent and scary and traumatic in themselves. so today, and knowing that there is purpose to the feeling, and the feeling is the healing. So if we go through a dark period, and anyone's going through a dark period right now, the, the first thing I say, and this is through my own experience, is to feel it, not to judge it, not to want to remove it. The discomfort of it will go. It's only temporary. But what you'll do is when you feel that, you're actually doing the healing process. You're allowing it to rise. You're allowing it to come through. You go, okay, I am just depressed and if you say that word out there it's the first time that you've actually allowed yourself mm. to say it properly with humility
2: mm. or i am
0: i am i am filled with rage i'm so angry i hate such and such i hate this person i resent them i'm so bitter say the emotion feel it it's okay this is your feeling but once you do that process you'll start to realize that on the other side when it goes that there's an element of you that doesn't act like that anymore in the future
2: mm.
1: because it's gone that's so it's powerful gone. this is a deep question and i wonder what your perspective on it is is if you look at people that have long standing depression things like that do you think that's because we're not choosing to feel it but rather choosing to almost say stuck in it to make mm. that our identity because we don't know who we are without that depression or without yeah. whatever we're going through.
0: Yeah. I, I've worked, I'm have i working with a client now who's mm. like, oh, she's a, such a co- courageous, courageous young lady mm. Mm. and she's gone through some really deep stuff. Yeah. Um, really deeply traumatic and to the point where her responses showing up today are like it's it all makes sense why she is the way she is today because of what she's been through. And so um, depression is a big thing. But the way I see it, and this is the vision that I get, is that when a soul doesn't want to be in the body because it's not safe, it evacuates. And when you've got no life force running through a human body, the feeling of depression kicks in. So you are depressed because there's no life keeping you up. It's deflated. It's deflated. So when the spirit comes in, it inflates. So you've got to make the environment safe enough for people to feel like they want to be here. So depression, the you know, I've also seen other people say that depression is a state of uh, a call for you to go into deep rest. And so if you think about deep rest, I think deep rest is restoring yourself and restoring yourself is healing. And if you go through that healing process where you face what came face what you don't want to be sitting with just face it because the only way out is through Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you face it and you look at it you realize it's actually not that bad if you do it with someone who's supportive like this is what Mm -hmm. i do with a lot of my clients Mm -hmm. and it's using that holistic approach to to look at things like depression look at things like anger all that but Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a spirit out of body
1: Mm, i really love that way of looking at it because it's almost like the drive to hold on to it, in a way, is because we fear the the power of who we become when we move through it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there's this, when we move through something so deep, it doesn't have to be depression. It could be a trauma that you experienced, or something that you went through. Going through it is like, who am I on the other side of this? Mm. Who am I without? this we can't Mm -hmm. see it and there's a fear and discomfort in the power on the other side
2: Mm.
1: and when we can't see that and when we don't create a safe environment for that power to showcase itself i love what you said It, it almost leaves us because we're not safe for our power to express because if we try and express ourselves in those moments it doesn't come from a place of knowing that it comes from a place of this identity that does not Mm. really serve you or the things that you really want to do with your life. Mm -hmm. And we're fearing what's the other side, what's the other side of this healing. It's, it's strange, but I see this a lot with, with people. It's almost like, and I see it with, with myself, especially when I first started healing was like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to heal. I didn't want Mm. to heal because I, was like who am I without this story Mm -hmm. who am I without this belief
2: Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. this belief is
1: my identity this belief is who I am this belief validates me to other people and then when you realize that all those things are simply things that are keeping us held back in our life when we hit that and it doesn't always have to be rock bottom but a lot of the times it is we hit that we just can't deal with anymore we don't want to be this way anymore yeah we create shifts but it doesn't have to be that it doesn't have to be hitting that rock bottom it can be the choice of this is not serving me and i Mm -hmm. know that my potential is so much more than this you only need to look at pretty much everyone's story who has ever done something incredible with their life some people just seem to look at them and think wow they're inspiring it's like an overnight success but then you read their story. And you're like, wow, they've come from some darkness, but they went through that darkness. They didn't mm. stay in it. They didn't avoid it. They went through it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's what allowed them to express who they are right now. That's what allowed them to step into their power.
0: Totally, I agree. Mm. The the I think there's a lot of inspiring people out there right now who, um, mm. not necessarily healing, but they've just got the wisdom from the other side of the, the darkness. And yeah, um, I think for people listening right now, it's like the first place to start when, before you even start looking at your belief systems and all that is just noticing where there's tension in your life. Mm-hmm. So, cause you won't, someone doesn't really know what their identity is or isn't and what it should or shouldn't be because it's just their normal And so you won't realize until you've gone on the other side of healing, I find, is like you look back retrospectively and you go, oh, my God, I was doing this, this, and this, and I can see now why I was doing that. And so it's almost hindsight that you see the healing Mm. that takes place with the change in your belief systems. So the first part is like tension. Where is the tension? And then the second part is where do I want to be in this tension? Do I want to be... Outside of it, do I want to change? So it's almost like what's your desire in this? What what's your where do you want to be? What do you actually want for your life? Someone who's depressed, what do you actually want? Not depressed? Well, what does that look like?
2: Get clear on what
0: you want out of this. And then notice that the tension is happening. And then eventually you'll find that there's something that comes into your life. If you really want this, that will make, whether it will be a podcast, whether it would be someone will send you a book randomly, someone mentioned something to you at the grocery store, or you get this person come across, this is what happened for me a lot, a lot of my TikToks would travel across people's for you pages and then all of a sudden they're reaching out and like like, hey, you just found mm. me at the perfect time. Something will find you at the perfect time to get you out of the tension and into your direction that you want to go. So it's, mm. it's first just noticing where the tension is and mm. then starting to look at what it's trying to tell you and then go, where do I want to go?
1: And that's combining yeah. that with trust as well, isn't it? Trusting yeah. that will un- unfold and that will Fate. show up for you. And I wonder, like, how you teach and how you mentor, do you think that the inspiration sometimes has come through your movement, through your darkness in your life?
0: Mm-hmm yeah totally it's all i really all i really do is is just come from my own well come from my training but also come from my own experience of like and my own philosophy of of how i view the world so people come to me not because um i've got a technique that worked but they come to me that because they align with my beliefs as well of like seeing mm. god seeing spirit seeing universe seeing life as holistic um and it's it's different for everyone emma like every one of my clients have been so different some people everyone's got trauma but some people i deal with more trauma some people i deal more with them finding their authentic self outside of trauma Mm. and that's what's amazing
1: i think when you can teach from that space because yeah it's the same with me with, with podcasting it's like it comes from this space to know that you remember where you were when you felt that way and yeah. how it felt to be stuck in that darkness and move through that darkness, and, and that, inspires get, that, that inspires you to get that inspires you to
0: get on the microphone and, and get out Same there. Same
1: with you, and it inspires you to connect with people. It's like, and that this kind of brings us back to the desperation thing. Desperation can stem from that a little bit because
2: mm-hmm.
1: we know what it's like to be there, and we know what it's like to move through there. It doesn't make us above other people. We've just had more life experience that's unfolded that within us. And then when you see that, you're like, I just want to do whatever I can to make this easier for people, but also make it easy for yourself. So you never have to go back there.
2: Totally. (laughs) Well, here's that
0: other thing. Here's this other element too, right? Mm
2: -hmm. That
0: like we started talking about this at the start, Mm. just because you and I are helping people on like these channels, Mm -hmm. um, this person who goes through a healing journey doesn't necessarily have to help people in the way that we do. Um, They could be a fashion designer and like change the fashion industry just with their attitude and change Mm. the culture in their company just with their attitude and just with, they could inspire people around them just because they are so authentic in who they are Mm. that that person inspires someone to go, Hey, what have you done in your life? Mm. And you're like, you know what? Like, I found God or I found the universe and, you know, what? I've been working with a spiritual mentor. I've worked with a client now who's, you know, says that a lot to people and refers me to everyone. She's like, they go to her, what's changed in your life? And she's like, honestly, I hired a spiritual mentor and it's changed my life. And then I get all these messages and emails because your truth will infect others mm-hmm.
1: in a very positive way. Definitely, definitely. It's infectious. It is. And it's almost like you're allowing yourself to be in that power, right? Of knowing that you, are, you hold a mirror to that person to see mm-hmm. what's already within themselves.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's what's different about teaching from life experience and teaching from because you think you have all the qualifications that you need. It's like, no, I just want to reflect back to you what is already in you. I want to hold space for you. I want to facilitate your growth and -hmm. your expansion. And I think when you've had that experience and you remember going through that darkness, that's all you wanted. You wanted Mm -hmm. someone to just hold space for you. You wanted someone to hear you. You wanted to be seen.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And that's more powerful.
2: I
0: think that's what the real healing is, is like if you look Mm -hmm. at there's all different techniques and practices which all work as well but it's like to be heard to be seen to be loved are the three things that we really all just need mm. and like if you could just listen without having to express your opinion if you could just hear me without uh if you could just like say the thing the affirmation to that person that would just mm. make them feel all the difference you know
1: 100 100 and the shadow side of that is the desperation A little bit, yeah. I think, yeah, because it's
0: yeah, clawing onto it. The
1: need to be seen, the need to be validated, and then that brings us back to this idea of like this, this a whole other hamster wheel of personal development. Of there's this obsession with being perfect. There's this obsession Mm -hmm. with this modality or that modality, when Mm -hmm. really none of that actually matters. Mm -hmm. All it's about is your truth and showing mm-hmm. up in your truth. And it's not a battle that your truth is better than that truth. It's how do I embody that truth more and more and more in my life and trust mm-hmm. that, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Amen. Amen. That's like one of the, yeah, it's it's all about truth. Mm. And I hope this this episode too, because we're going to finish up shortly, this episode has probably provoked a lot of, Um, internal inquiries for a lot of people and Mm. I think the 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 more confused you get the more you're learning as well you're like whoa (laughs) something has opened up here and I don't know really what's happening. I can
1: literally say that is so true because I'm probably more confused than ever but like I know what's going on so I know what's going on and I'm confused at the same time and but that's when you're you are always a student, right? You're always learning. There's always new things to discover about yourself. And yeah. just because you're discovering this does not mean you can't just enjoy your life in that moment. You can discover, you can heal, you can learn while still moving through your life and enjoying it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally.
0: I love that. Was that was powerful.
1: Emma. I love that episode. <laughs> yeah, that like was this, really beautiful. I feel like the last one almost was like... There was something there, this energy, and this was a lot lighter than last one. Mm-hmm. You can, like, yeah. can you feel it? There was a heaviness totally. to the last episode that I could feel that this one's different.
0: <laughs> I agree. I totally mm. agree. I think it's just where we're at.
1: Definitely. Well, we'll see where it keeps going.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. And we'll see you Always. next
1: week. See you next week. Bye-bye.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that
2: actually listens to this outro.